Thank you very much, Chris. I think I'm just being wheeled out, really, to say that there's no money. That's, uh, that's usually, usually, why, um, usually why the IFS get wheeled out. I just want to kind of um, use about four numbers, I think, to illustrate where we are and what's happening in the public finances. The first number is a half, and that's about how far through we are the overall fiscal consolidation, about halfway through what is planned at the moment by the current government in terms of the total consolidation up to 2019, assuming that we head for budget balance in 2018-19, and a bit less than half through the spending cuts because the tax increases, such as they were, have all essentially happened, and uh, more than half of the spending cuts are still to come. So that's kind of where we are in that, in, in that fiscal consolidation. And then... Two other numbers, 5 and 35. So within that consolidation, how much is total spending, everything the state spends once you adjust for inflation, how much is that falling over the period from 2010 to 2018? The answer is about 5%, which doesn't sound like a huge amount, but in terms of a proportion of national income, it is a, there's a big fall over that period because national income, of course, is rising at last, thankfully. But in, in real, real inflation-adjusted terms... Total spending is falling by 5%. What's 35%? Well, that's the average fall for the non-protected departments. 35% for, on average, transport and defence and environment and energy and justice and the Home Office and so on, and local government. That's the average fall there. Why the big difference between that 5, which doesn't sound so awful, and the 35, which sounds really awful? Well, there's a couple of reasons for that. One, of course, is we're paying a lot more debt interest because we've got an awful lot more debt. One is we're spending a lot more on pensions because there's an awful lot more pensioners. We're spending just as much on Social Security, maybe a bit more. But, of course, health is protected as well. If you're protecting pensions, you're protecting health, you're protecting schools, that's a very large chunk of total public spending. So a 5% cut in the total results in this 35% cut in everything else. So that, in a sense, is how the rest of the public services, I'm afraid, see you if you're working in health. They're seeing a 35% cut. They're seeing you protected, and they're seeing the 35% cut as a result, actually, of the protection of health, pensions, and one or two, one or two other things. And that's how it fits in to the, to the overall picture. Another number, 20. 20% is the increase in the number of uh, people over the age of 65, over the decade, from 2010 uh, to 2020. Um, we've been talking about uh, the ageing population for a very long time. Um, this decade is the decade, then it's really motoring uh, that increase in the size of the older, older population. It's one of the things that's driving the increases in spending on pensions. And it's also one of the reasons why our calculations suggest another number, which is 10 that's, we think, roughly speaking, despite the protection of NHS spending, we reckon there's about a 10% age-adjusted per capita fall in spending. So there's more people and more older people, so once you adjust for that, whilst total health spending is being protected, it's about a 10% reduction in per capita spending once you adjust for the age of the population. Now, that's a, that, that's a kind of fairly rough estimate, but it gives you a sense of why, one reason why uh, protection probably doesn't feel all that much like protection if you're, if you're working through that. So, so what, are the, uh, what, what, what are the options that are available? As, uh, as Chris said, well, of course, one thing 
governments could choose to do is increase taxes to pay for health or other bits of public services. That's certainly not what this government is intending, and whether that's right or wrong, I can give you uh, another number which might explain that, and that number's 38. 38% of national income taken in tax and spending is where this government plans to be in 2018. That, as a tax approach to national spending, that's, that will be the highest since 1997. So despite where we're going, we are not, this government is not heading for a low-tax economy relative to where we've been over the last 20 or 30 years. 38% national sp- total spending is a proportion of national income. Again, that's about where we were in 2004, halfway through the last Labour government. So if you were to ask Mr Osborne why... Are you doing it all through spending and not through tax? That's the answer he would give you. If you do more through tax and increase spending more, then you're increasing the size of the state relative to where it has been on average over the last 30 years or so. Now, it is entirely possible to increase the size of the state, increase the amount that you get in tax, and it wouldn't in any sense destroy the economy, but it is a big political and economic choice, and the choice that the government has made is in that direction. Now... Of course, what that means is the shape of the state has changed out of recognition over the last 30 years or so and is continuing to change. And actually governments of all flavours have had the same set of priorities. They have increased the proportion of total public spending on health and on pensions and reduced the proportion of total public spending going on just about everything else. So the state has become over the last 30 years or so, much more a welfare state. If you go back to 1979, about half of total public spending went on uh, social security, pensions, uh, health and education, about half. It is now about two-thirds. That is a huge change over a relatively short period. And if you take uh, take it forward, about half of everything the state does in 30 or 40 years will be just pensions and health. Everything else is getting squeezed by that because of the decisions and the choices we as a society are making about where our priorities lie. And again, that's the context of where health spending where health spending fits in. I will stop that. Stop there. I won't give you any more numbers you'll be delighted to hear to chew on, but uh, just remember some of those numbers. Five and thirty five I think are probably the big ones. Five percent total spending cuts, thirty five percent on the unprotected bits, naught on the NHS.